The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself, Tommy Dreamer, and Mickey James talk to Madison Rain, the newest edition of AEW. And speaking of AEW, we celebrate Tony time with AEW owner and president, Tony Khan before AEW Dynamite tonight, right now on the Busted Open Podcast. We are joined uh, by Madison Rain. And Mickey, I think right off the bat, what, what do we should we start with Madison Rain? It, it's it's oh, got to be Killer so Queen, much. right? Because it's got to be Killer Queen. No? It, the Killer Queen is the greatest Madison Rain entrance music of all time, 1,000%. And I told, I said off the air, Welcome, Miss Madison Rain. Ashley, I'm so happy for you. First off, because I haven't had a chance to talk to you. Congratulations. Very excited for you and all of the things. But yes, Killer Queen, greatest entrance, greatest bit. I even begged her. I was like, please just um, go back to being the Killer Queen. Can we do that? And just like, you know, just run it back for the kids one time. But yeah. Hi. (laughs) Oh, there it is. Here it is. Your elbow wrist. Elbow it's always, wrist. I could never, my hand is too heavy, so I could never do it correctly. Hand is too big. When she waves <laughs> like you, it blocks out the sun. We have eclipses everywhere. It's well, okay. My head's abnormally large. One time Samoa Joe and I measured our heads and it's like marginally close. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Things wow. you learn here on Busted Open. Uh, f- first and foremost, like Mickey said, Madison, thanks for joining us this morning. And congratulations uh, on your new gig with AEW. I know you got to be super excited. Thank you. Um, I'm excited. I'm feeling feelings that uh, that if I haven't felt in a really long time. So um, that's both good and bad. I'm trying to navigate those nerves. Um, but I'm I'm humbled and I'm grateful for the opportunity and I'm excited just to see uh, where this new journey, this new ride takes me. How uh, did all this kind of come about? And also, I mean, I was super happy for you for everything about being in your hometown and all that stuff. It was just like, those are moments that like what we all work for are moments, but I mean, like, how did this all come about? Cause I really don't know. Hi, Tommy. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm I'm really good. Um, 
I mean, that's, that's kind of it. It was, um, there was an opportunity when AEW came to my hometown and, um, you know, at this point in my career, I, I, I'm searching for moments, right. Especially ones that maybe I haven't had before and to have the opportunity to, um, you know, even walk out on the stage in Columbus, Ohio at the Schottenstein center, um, with friends, family. Um, I haven't talked much about this. Um, but my dad was recently diagnosed with stage four cancer. So, um, and he's been a huge wrestling fan. He's the reason that I got into wrestling. So just the idea of having that opportunity to have a moment there with those people, um, it, it was something that I, I couldn't pass up. And from that conversation, just the snowball kept growing and rolling and it evolved into um, Madison Rain becoming coach of the women's division at AEW, which still like blows my mind to say it out loud. Um, but again, chasing moments. And this was a moment and this was an opportunity that I would have been an absolute fool to um, not capitalize on and, and take the ball and run with it as best I can. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, well, I really lucky to have you, you know, and I feel like that was a role that needed to be filled. And I hope that you, because you are so smart and knowledgeable and you've been there that you can fight for more opportunities for the women to have television time and all the things on there. So that's exciting. It's exciting. I think I'm excited exciting. Too for you because <laughs> um, I've worked alongside of you. I, you've did you wore many, many hats uh, in impact wrestling, which a lot of yeah. people don't know. And, you know, also going out there and performing, uh, you know, being an announcer. And I also remember a time where you were kind of like, eh, I'm going to wrap up my career. And now, like, I look at you and you're, you're smiling, you're, you're radiant. And uh, that's a really, really cool thing because it's, it's new opportunities. And uh, you're also going to be making history because you're going to be wrestling on AEW uh, Wednesday night. And then Thursday night, you're going to be in impact wrestling. So that's a, uh, that's a, a cool little historic note for you. Look at there. You're, you're joining. I mean, I'm trying league, so. to, suppress these these nerves and all of these feelings and you're you're pulling them out of me um. i'm hyping you up because <laughs> you're super talented and you deserve it you've been doing mm -hmm. this a long long time and like i said a lot of people don't know like hey we need an announcer hey we need someone to do backstage hey we need right. uh, an agent hey we need somebody to go out there and wrestle and you, you've killed it i found yeah. out because of this week's broadcast like you're the most decorated uh impact woman of all time with yeah. all your titles, like all that stuff. I never knew all that. And it's just like, I'm cool. I'm happy you're getting those flowers, man. It, it's, it's cool to Thank get those you. flowers while you're alive and yes. you get to experience, you have moments, you have a daughter that everybody loves and you come to the shows. And just like you said, with your dad, your family, everyone's got to see you, what you've paid your dues and sacrificed for a long time. So it's a cool thing. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, and, and I wouldn't have had those opportunities and those moments and, and, all of the highlights of my career without people like you, Tommy, advocating for me and every other woman in the locker room and you, Mickey, being willing to step into the ring years ago with a young Madison Rain who could barely put one foot in front of the other. Oh, you better stop. You it better some stop. Of my, you better quit it. Cut it out. No, <laughs> those promos, some of this stuff, we would have so much fun or like that when we did that bathroom scene with the fire hose and the flushy and all the things like we got to do some really, really cool stuff. But I always said you had the most heat on the show, like male, female. She she would get booed out of the building. She'd come out with Tara and just be like, 
and the people just hated you. And when you got on the microphone, which the mic is the one thing that I said that you have to be a killer promo and you, ma'am, are one of the best promos out there, especially for the women like you work 1000 percent committed to the killer queen and that's why it works so well and we were just polar opposites and it just it was fun everybody loved you and they hated me we were it, we were doing it the way that we were supposed to do it and you know that's the I'm loaded that glove you said that yeah the loaded glove that i could not throw a punch to save my life but watch <laughs> out because it's coming for you anyway <laughs> um but you know as i you know have have thought about like what does the term coach mean and like what can I do to elevate this already incredibly talented group of women here at AEW and you know my hope is that I hear a lot of people say promo work and mic work is such a a pain point or there's there's so much that they still want to learn and cultivate within themselves and their character and so that kind of is my hope that you know, I, I feel like maybe throughout my career, that was one of my strong suits is being able to dive into this character and, and really just have fun with it. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if I can help other women or, you know, any talent feel more comfortable holding a microphone and getting the words out, you know, and, and hiding the fact that we're, we're shaking holding the microphone or maybe our knees are shaky a little bit. But if, if we can be the duck on top of the water, who's calm, cool, and collected, even if our feet are doing this underneath the water. Like I that's, love that. <laughs> it, it's true though, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, so that's, that's one of the big things that, um, you know, is, is at the top of my priority list in terms of being able to help, um, help with, because I, I feel like maybe that's one of my stronger points in, in my career. Hey, well, we're not going to discredit your wrestling. Sorry, Tommy. Like we're not going to discredit your wrestling because you're an awesome wrestler too. But I agree, and uh, to do management as well as wrestle is very very hard. I've been doing right. it my entire career. Um, mm-hmm. If I could peel back the curtain one more time, Madison recently got her nose broken in Impact mm-hmm. Wrestling, <laughs> and Madison had the power to remove herself from a storyline, uh, all that stuff, and she wasn't even medically cleared, and she said, "Hey." If you need me to wrestle, I will wrestle and I'll do this thing. And then even with this Brutus Barber beefcake face, thing, she got this <laughs> over, but was willing to go out there and do that when she had all the power just to remove herself out. And, hey, let me take this time off and didn't just to finish up what was right for business and all that stuff is, is beyond highly commendable. Yes. Plus oh, the face mask you. was blinged out, Tommy. It was, it was very sparkly and beautiful. And I remember when she did, she, she broke her nose and it was kind of gross. I was like, mm, you might have a nose. You you don't want to look she, like me. And you're like, mm, yeah, OK, well, I guess I will that. go to the hospital. Yeah. She's like, oh, is it? Is it? And I was like, mm, yeah, 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 it, it is. is. <laughs> it is. Funny. I know. And you guys were both like, just just let him reset it. I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. no, I don't want anybody to touch yeah. it. <laughs> See, every day I'm still learning too. You've got to get your nose reset so it doesn't look crazy in the future. Just remember, you don't want to look like Dreamer. It'll get you through. Yeah. <laughs> Madison, with this, with this new role with AEW, and, and I could, like, you obviously been saying it throughout the interview how excited you are about this role. Have you had the opportunity to, to dive in a little? Have you met a lot of the roster yet with AEW? I have. Um, and... I, my first 
day on the job was last Wednesday um, in Columbus. And I, I remember the, the whole day is still a bit of a, a blur in, but in the best way possible, like everybody was so welcoming and warm and kind. And, you know, they showed me where catering was and showed me, I didn't have to question anything from the second that I walked in until the second that I left the arena last Wednesday. And I went home and my husband was like, okay, tell me everything. And the only thing that I could verbalize and articulate to him was, I love my job. I don't even know the specifics yet. I haven't even gotten my hands dirty yet, but I love my job. Uh, just because these, this entire locker room is so excited every time they show up to work and, and they want to put out the best product and use this platform that they've been given. And so have I gotten to dive in um, mentally? Yes. I'm, I'm making notes and talking to people and having conversations. Um, but I'm also still kind of trying to get my feet settled. Um, so, you know, I'm taking it a day at a time and, and one show at a time and now also wrestling. So I'm, I'm trying to pace myself and, and not get too overwhelmed, but also like, let's hit the ground running. Let's go. Love it. You'll do fine. Dave, You're she used to have great. to literally sit on Zoom calls with me and Scott <laughs> for like three hours a day, every day. <laughs> You'll be fine. That was such a pleasant environment as well, but that's all other. <laughs> oh, you know, geez. Well, <laughs> but Madison, you look at, you look at your career, think about it. Like as a wrestler, um, as a commentator, uh, you know, now as kind of like a player coach, like you've really done everything in this business. And it feels like now you kind of being a mentor, to that young locker room, you know, AEW is still a baby when it comes to pro wrestling. It's only been around for a few years. This is, this is such a great opportunity for you to be part of a division that is ultra talented, you know, with Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker, Serena Deeb, you know, Rio, so much talent, uh, Nyla Rose, so much talent. I'm, I'm sure you're super excited, but like, it's so kind of cool to be a part of something that's so brand new, but on a major stage like AEW is right now. It is. And like, I'm, I'm having, I literally just talked about how promo work is, is kind of the highlight of my career. And I'm, I'm sitting here stumbling over my words because it's just this whole last week has been just such a whirlwind of, of emotions and moving parts and pieces. And again, like I, I walked into the unknown last Wednesday and couldn't have been greeted in a more positive way you know, the first time I passed Tony Khan in the hallway, he was like, Hey, let's go We're so happy to have you here. Like, it's just all of these people just are so excited and happy and working towards the same common goal. And that's putting out kick-ass TV every single week. And, you know, I think we're, we're at a time in, in professional wrestling where women do have a seat at the table and women are able to use their voices. And, and Mickey's a perfect example of that. And Gail and what Maria was doing with ring of honor. Like I, there are still so few spots like that in professional wrestling, but they are growing and I'm fortunate and thankful to be able to have one of those seats at the table. Well, you deserve it. You deserve that seat. So it's amazing. And like you. you said, it is women are getting seats at the table, but there's usually one seat, you know, mm -hmm. and it's cool to see those seats grow a little bit. 
but before there wasn't even one seat. So it's cool to have one seat. Right. And you know, that's, that's, that's kind of on us to, to help show that maybe bringing another seat to the table will help. Like there, there is something to be said about a female voice in the room. 1000%. Yep. Um, Couldn't agree more. We, uh, and you know, Mickey, we've talked about it and Madison, you to the point too, where you were looked at differently on a card uh, as the, the TNA part of the card. And I'm not, you know, talking about TNA mm-hmm. as opposed to the great wrestler that you guys are mm-hmm. and your resume and all the things you've accomplished is kind of like how you've gotten to that seat as well. And yeah. it's so cool that all these things are being recognized and it's not your, Oh, it's because she's a woman that she's there no. It's because she deserves it is why she's there. It's because she's qualified or overqualified, you know? And, and I do think that there has to be something to be said, like you were t- saying earlier, Ashley, is that you took it upon yourself to become very well-rounded in the business as a whole. Like a lot of people only focus on the wrestling and all that, but you would study and go to the truck and do for the commentary, for agenting the matches, for sitting in the production meetings to see how behind the scenes, how this magic kind of comes together because there's so much more to it than just the wrestlers out there wrestling. That's the part that the fans see and they love it or whatever, but there's a million pieces that makes that magic happen and come off so crisp and clean. And I've seen you get nothing but love from the girls when you're agenting their matches, even agenting the matches and then going out there and having to wrestle 10 minutes later. Like (laughs) you were wearing a lot of hats. You wear a lot of hats and you're so talented, but people trust you and they respect you. And that's the reason why, you know, so. Well, I had good leadership in Gail Kim's and Mickey James and Tracy Brooks and, and all of the women who poured into me. And, and, you know, I came into TNA at the beginning of my career so like blissfully ignorant to everything. Like I was just so happy to be there and I didn't realize what a big opportunity I was being given back then. Now I'm a few years older, a little bit wiser, and I realize the gravity of what's being given to me. Um, and at the same time, though, I'm you never stop learning, right? There right. are so many learning trees here at AEW that I'm so excited to sit under and continue to learn because at the point that you decide that you've figured it all out and you've learned it all and you've spent time in the truck and you've been on commentary and you've wrestled and and you know it all, that's when your career starts to roll downhill into retirement. For sure. Uh, uh, Terry Funk still to this day, every day you feel, if you don't learn something, this business get out of it. Mm -hmm. And that's coming from Terry Funk. Yeah. And you just, you literally just said something that Terry Funk has said to me a million times. I talked to him last week, said the same thing. He was like, what'd you learn today? And I was like, I learned that you're still awesome. <laughs> but I'm serious. You, you just, you wrap that up so nicely. I love that yeah. stuff. I really uh, do. Let's get into what's going to take place tonight. Quake by the Lake, AEW Dynamite tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Um, your match, uh, with Jade, who you talk about somebody with a lot of buzz, Jade's yeah. got a lot of buzz and championship gold around her way. So looking forward to that matchup tonight. Yeah. I mean, look, I came in, I was just, again, happy to be there. And, and, you know, they made the announcement last Wednesday that I was being brought on board as, as a coach. And, um, I don't know if Jade took offense to that or, or if she wanted to, 
um, you know, solidify her place in women's wrestling at my expense. But um, while I am here to to coach and cultivate and, and encourage uh, these women, I can never back down from a challenge. And, uh, you know, this isn't the first time that I've stepped into the ring with somebody bigger and stronger than me. Um, not the first time that inevitably at some point in the match, I will literally have my back against the ropes. Um, but again, I have something that Jay doesn't and that's experience. Um, and when things go wrong, I know how to pivot, turn and, and, you know, redirect. And so we'll see if, if she can do the same thing. And if she walks out champion, um, I have my opinion on that, but, uh, I'm, I was humbled this morning when I left for the airport and uh, my daughter told me, you know, mommy, I don't know. She might beat you. I mean, look at her abs. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Well, good luck tonight. Again, quake by the lake, 8 PM Eastern time, AEW dynamite live on TBS. Madison, thank you so much for the time. Congratulations and looking forward to the match with Jade tonight on dynamite. Yeah. Thank you guys. This is Adam Shine, host of the Adam Shine Podcast. Here to tell you, you can listen to my podcast all year round. I'll give you my NFL picks against the spread, give you fantasy advice all season long, while being joined by the best guests in all of sports. He's Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. This is what I expect. You know, I expect to play well every year. We release episodes of the Adam Shine Podcast every week. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. The Adam Shine Podcast. As a wrestling fan, you know it's hard. All the blood, the sweat, the tears, the chairs. It's a hard day out there. And do you know what tastes incredible after a hard day in the ring? A Mike's Hard Lemonade. You get all hot and bothered, and then you can cool off with an ice-cold hard lemonade. Since day one, Mike's Hard Lemonade has been making lemonade the hard way. They take three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, and cold-press them to create a taste like no other. They choose to do things the hard way because they know hard days deserve a hard lemonade. That's why for 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Find now in store, Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium malt beverage with flavors. Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. 
to get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Owner and president of ADW, Mr. Tony. Yes! Tony Khan <laughs> joins us here on Busted Open. Tony, how are you this morning? I'm great, Dave. How are you? Awesome. Hope you and enjoyed thanks. Dave's great creative thought process <laughs> during the entire commercial break. He practiced that. <laughs> and, Very original. Very and, original. I know. Never Listen, heard that before. You know, I, I took, but Tony took a lot of work. I had to, like, during the break, I had to go get my VHS copy of Wrath of Khan. I had to convert it onto digital. A lot of work just to get that clip, but appreciate you coming on because. He loved it. Uh, Got a mediocre pop. It got got no pop at all because he's heard that a million times during his lifetime. But we do bring in AEW owner and President Tony Khan who joins us here because, Tony, huge episode of Dynamite. Quake by the Lake tonight live, 8 p.m. Eastern time on TBS. Thank you very much, Dave. I'm really excited for Quake by the Lake on AEW Wednesday Night Dynamite tonight. It's going to be a great show. We have a great lineup of matches. And it's just a real big wrestling event tonight on TBS. I'm super excited. I do have to ask you, you had to use a VHS tape to get that sound clip. Do you think <laughs> they might have just had that clip online someplace? Right? You know what, but you know what, Tony? I'm old school. I don't listen, I don't this new confangled YouTube and everything else, like it's too much. I, I go by the steady analog equipment that I have, so I'm gonna go to the old school VHS tape. I like it. Well, great. Okay, well, I'm glad you got it worked out. And uh, <laughs> speaking of things working out, things have worked out where we have a huge lineup of matches tonight on TBS. On Dynamite, probably nothing bigger. And I don't know if you'll see anything bigger all year on TV. We've got John Moxley versus Chris Jericho for the AEW Interim yep. World Championship. Wow. And so much more tonight. It's going to be a great night on TBS. Yes, it is. That's uh that's a main event match to literally sell pay-per-views, but yet it's right. being given away free on television tonight. And I, I know it's going to be a classic because these guys have worked uh, before. And uh, I just, I look forward to the match because I love, I'm really a big fan of both guys work styles. Uh, you said it last week. I think Jericho's doing his best work he's ever done before as well as Moxley. So you put these two great athletes together and uh, it's a recipe for a great, great main event in a match. Absolutely. And we're here on Busted Open, and you guys, uh, all of you, are huge wrestling fans. To have Dave, Tommy, Mickey, Gabby, all big wrestling minds and historians, and how exciting is it that we're going to see Lionheart Chris Jericho yep. return to the ring tonight on Dynamite? This going to be cool. I think he could actually fit into those pants. So uh, I think it could work. He's he's had them in a long time in storage. Yeah, (laughs) he looks great. You think he's busting out the same pants, Tommy? Out of storage? I don't want to spoil anything, but I I don't do that. Don't spoil it. (laughs) 
Well, you I think you must have the same pants or new pants for <laughs> hardcore justice. I wore my same pants that I feuded with Raven because it was our last ever match. And if I know Chris Jericho and Chris Jericho's crazy brain, he's either going to pull out the same pair or he's going to get an exact replica and he will just never miss a beat. I'm just that's um, how he is. One thousand percent. That's so cool. It's really exciting. And yeah, Jericho versus Moxley tonight for the first time in about two and a half years. Really, I mean, it's crazy to think we've had so much happen, including the global lockdown since then, because it was at Revolution 2020 in February, uh, really before so much changed in the world, that the last pay-per-view event was Revolution, and it was main evented by Moxley versus Jericho. It was actually the first AEW world title change in the history of the company. And very fitting that we get the rematch tonight, two and a half years later, under such huge circumstances, uh, this interim world championship match, and uh, not only to have our first two champions in the history of AEW, one of the most bitter and fascinating rivalries we've ever had. But, Tommy, you started to allude to it. I believe Jericho has come back better than we've ever seen him in AEW and also, this is the best version of John Moxley we've had. So it's all setting up for something really, really exciting tonight on Dynamite. I'm, I'm very pumped for Quake by the Lake on TBS tonight. You know what, Tony? I'm excited about because we just talked to Madison Rain and this match yeah. against uh, Jade Cargill with the championship on the line. What is Jade's deal? Why is she hot at Madison? And also, congratulations. Because Madison is incredible and she's an amazing acquisition. And so I'm really excited about the women's division. But this TBS championship is on the line. I just don't understand why Jade is so upset with Madison. Like, what's the deal? Well, what we saw last week on AEW Rampage, uh, Madison came in and made her debut, beating the interim baddie, Layla Gray. And we've seen Madison's going to come in and I think do a lot of great things, provide Mm -hmm. some coaching and insight and leadership. And just a great example uh, for all wrestlers across the company. And I think can be uh, specifically a really good coach to to many people, but also to the women in that division. And I do believe Jade Cargill has taken a bit of exception uh, to receiving coaching from Madison. And uh, Jade tonight thinks she can be the one teaching the lessons. So it'll be a very interesting match tonight for many reasons. Uh, to see Jade Cargill versus Madison Rain on live television tonight for the TBS championship on TBS on Dynamite at the Quake by the Lake. Yeah, well, I'm excited to see it, but I'm a little disappointed in Jade. You know, I've been very uh, I feel like I've been very nice to Jade because I think she is a star. I think she's amazing and talented, but I don't appreciate the disrespect to the legends. I don't like it. Not a fan. Not a fan of that. (laughs) Jade, not Jade. It's not all about respect, as we've seen. Uh, but I, see. uh, I do, I do think uh, you know her confidence has gotten her a long way. She's a great athlete, a former college basketball player who worked really hard, uh, became a power lifter, and now a great pro wrestler. And I do think uh, that confidence has gotten her very far in her career. So we'll see how far it gets her tonight. Uh, versus Madison Rain on TBS for the TBS championship. But that's Tony, another big match. 
Yep. Last week, we saw a throwback to what I call the attitude era when we saw a dumpster match. It made all <laughs> sense. It was great. I really, really enjoyed it. And tonight, I feel we have another throwback in the sense of we have a coffin match. A, uh, I saw that. I love coffin matches. I've been in two and uh, it's scary to go in that coffin. It's also there's great storytelling to go in that coffin. But uh, these two guys have a they have a past, but there's also there's their current feud. It's it's kind of transcended uh, other places like comic cons, indie shows, and then it's all culminating tonight, you know, in, in a coffin match. Uh, was this specifically from Darby? Well, Darby's done the coffin match, and it's just something right. we came up with a long time ago uh, as a, a way that conflicts could be resolved. But in this case, uh, I, you know, Darby's b- backed himself into a corner a bit. He's facing uh, a big, big opponent. And, you know, often the opponent has a size advantage on Darby, but in this case, uh, he may be severely outgunned. This started at the Royal Rampage in AEW when the final two wrestlers vying for that shot at Mox were Darby and Brody King. And it ended pretty violently and famously with Brody King choking out Darby and hanging him off the side of the apron, dropping him unconscious on the floor. And it was a fair victory. You know, it was brutal and violent, but it was fair. And Darby came out and offered a handshake later to Brody King, who did not accept it. And the House of Black destroyed Darby, beat him up, and then went to San Diego Comic-Con and did a number on him. And Brody and Darby had a great match. Again, Darby got violently, violently tossed around. And uh, this is his way of trying to resolve this, but... I have to say, it, we've seen the coffin match is a violent, violent match with Brody, uh, you know, being probably the most dangerous opponent Darby's faced in one of these yet. And the first two against Ethan Page and Andrade El Idolo were classic, classic matches. But, you know, Brody King's a very different fighter than either of those guys. So I, I just think this is going to be a really exciting one to watch tonight on TBS. You know, I saw something... Yesterday, totally unrelated to Quake by the Lake, only maybe in the sense that it involves the AEW and that Quake by the Lake has matches that I think are pay-per-view quality matches for free tonight and uh, big fight feel around Wednesday Night Dynamite tonight. You know, we also have all these big pay-per-view events and we've really built up some great franchises with Revolution, Double or Nothing, Now Forbidden Door, and all out coming up and then to end the year, we'll have full gear and it's really, really cool. The whole growth we've had in pay-per-view, lots of exciting things happening. I, I saw a, a quote about it yesterday and a lot of times like in wrestling media and you all appreciate this. And I think a lot of fans appreciate this. I see stuff get reported by media that would not fly in other sports unconfirmed, and just like really unsubstantiated rumors, but, but they spread like wildfire on Twitter and that's bad enough. But I actually saw one from inside the company that I was kind of surprised by because it's not something we've ever really said or business planned or anything. Um, I saw a report that we were talking about doing two day pay-per-views yesterday. And I was like, well, who said that? And then I looked 
it was Dustin. <laughs> and I was like, why would Dustin say that? So, and I love Dustin so much, but I was surprised uh, that he said it because it's not something we really internally seriously discussed. I mean, at most, um, at times, I like looking at other business models. I think at most, maybe I've said, hey, that's an interesting business model. What a, but far from ever saying, like, that's how I'm taking our stuff, but that's what I'm going to do. So I'm definitely not doing that. That being said, uh, even if I was and I'm not, like, I, I probably wouldn't want somebody to break that news in a panel. Uh, but right. I can honestly say it's not what we're doing anyway, but I was surprised by that. So yeah, for at least for the long-term foreseeable future, I still see all the pay-per-views being the great one day events we've been doing. A lot of people were like, how's that going to work? What's that about? And I was like, well, it's not going to work. It's not about anything. It's not true. And I was yeah. surprised to said it because it's not true. So, uh, that being said, you do get a pay-per-view quality event tonight for free on TBS. If you have a cable or satellite or a friend with cable or satellite. So uh, that is uh, my segue into tonight's free pay-per-view theme. Yeah, you know, Tony, Tony, and I was actually talking about this on the show uh, yesterday. Like, people forget that AEW is still just a young company. It's only been Mm -hmm. around for three years. And I think a lot of people get so excited because I think you would agree, Tony, this company has grown in popularity so fast, like, you know, on national TV, on a weekly basis, number one on cable. It seems like every Wednesday night selling out arenas for pay-per-views. And I, I I think fans, and and as you're saying, Tony, probably employees as well. I think they get so excited by the growth and how quickly it's happened that they get ahead of themselves sometimes. Yeah, sure. And I understand that getting excited. That makes sense, Dave. I mean, we're on a great run. You know, it's been, 10 weeks now, 10 straight weeks that Dynamite, I believe, has been either number one or number two on cable. That's the longest run we've ever had like that. I think uh, eight number ones and two number twos out of the last uh, 10 weeks. That's a pretty remarkable run, and I think it's our best one yet. So the company's grown really well. We've thrived in this cable and satellite environment, like you said, and I really appreciate you saying it. Live event business. Uh, tremendous, tremendous uh, week after week. And our pay-per-views have grown year over year. And now AEW on in 130 countries around the world. So the business has grown so quickly, like you did say, Dave. And yeah, absolutely. You know, sometimes people do get ahead of themselves. So uh, that being said, tonight, uh, for everybody, free pay-per-view quality wrestling on TBS and real excited for tonight's show. Yeah. It's funny you say that, too, because I wondered, too, if the journalist just kind of took it out of context, if there was like this conversation, which I don't know, of a two day pay-per-view, which is really hard to do in the first place, because then now you're not just trying to sell out one night. You're trying to sell out two nights, plus the experience and plus the thing. However, um, but then they you know, it's just the way it's written. And, and you're right. There's less regulations in journalism and wrestling. Well, well here's the thing. Especially with shows, I shows totally shows. agree with you. And like normally that's there's a lot of that every week. Like I read a report yesterday that somebody reported and I don't, I don't know if this was meant to be taken seriously, but it was by, it was by a person who claims they break real news that I'm in <laughs> negotiations allegedly with WWE about people, them buying out wrestlers contracts and stuff. It's mm-hmm. just like completely fake reports that I like people put in the world. But in this case, it was actually like Dustin said it. So like I was, uh, yeah, I just wanted to, tell people it's not true because 
if you see somebody from the office saying it, you're going to assume why that they're going to be right. So, right. Um, like, like Dave said, I think he just got ahead ahead of himself on that one or excited. Yeah. Um, so but, you're saying that me and Dustin versus FTR is not going to be on night one. basically. <laughs> no, there's only one Tommy's night. Booking night. Himself. There's only one night. <laughs> we'll the trampoline one I night. go. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it's, oh, I it's, love it. You, you, you said it, Tony, and it's so true. And I've obviously we've talked about it on the show before in the world of the NFL, which is one of the other worlds that you're involved in heavily. Like if a if a team beat writer, you know, continuously made reports that turned out not to be true, they would be fired. But in, in the world of wrestling, it seems like you could just put anything out there that you want. And there's. There, there's no ramifications for it. There, you know, there's it's it's kind of insane or... when you think about it. It's just like it's like because all they do is shrug their shoulders. It's like, well, it's wrestling and it can change at any time. It's like, wow, you know, like most of the stuff that you read on the internet, half of it, if not more, is BS. Yeah, it's true. There's a huge amount of that in wrestling and a lot of uh, speculative reports. There's no burden. A proof for journalism in pro wrestling and really no standards uh, that the journalists are held to. But uh, that being said, also a lot of people do really great jobs. There's a mm-hmm. lot of really great work, uh, long form journalism, investigative journalism, and uh, columnists, you know, very thoughtful pieces put together. There's so yeah. much great writing in pro wrestling. So for every one person who's out there making up news, uh, I do really? think clickbait, are- really, right? Yeah. yeah, it's just more clickbait. And then there are those who are very passionate and they, you know, love seeing the progression and they love see it and they report from a very honest, you know, it's it's all subjective, too. And it's like that's the key thing in journalism. Like journalism isn't supposed to be your opinion. It's supposed to be based on facts. But a lot of times in wrestling, it is our opinion because we're all wrestling fans. Right. So you're wi- yep. writing from your perspective um, yep. more so. Yeah. It's also cool that you have a platform and you are beyond an awesome owner because you're very, very, you do a press scrum right after show that you've been literally working for hours. I mean, you don't sleep and you answer questions truthfully, honestly, and then people try to spin it. But it's also cool that you come on this show and, you know, clarify stuff that's not true. Uh, And then you've also said something like, that is true. Or, hey, this is going to happen. You've been a man of your word to the to the wrestling fans. So that's uh, one of the most important things. And just like we were talking about before, a man of your word, you know, John Moxley and Chris Jericho is going to be friggin' amazing tonight. Mm-hmm. And you're going to keep on as a wrestling fan, as an owner of a business, you're going to keep on trying to put your best possible product that you feel is going to garner for your audience. And for that Hence why I always commend you, even though I'm not booked on night number one. I'm, I'm a little pissed. I'm but so I'll get sorry. Over. So sorry, well, we'll Tommy. I'll try to keep you on night two, but I got bad yes. news. Night two. Yeah, there is no <laughs> night two, Tommy, but we truly appreciate you uh, taking the time uh, to come on here, not only the, to preview Dynamite like you do each and every Wednesday, but clear up some information that people are getting wrong on social media and on the Internet. So we really are happy that you take the time to join us each and every Wednesday. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary 
Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.